0: I had too much to drink. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the cold open. It's
1: the very beginning of the show, huh?
2: Everybody
0: has. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my face hurts. Okay, are we ready? Yep. Roll into it. Right,
1: three, two, one. <laughs>
0: y'all welcome back to another episode of that reload podcast we are here all together again not over skype but in person i've got the entire crew i've got to the left of me the resident cook former chef the kitchen whitelaw
2: mr jeremy sir i clocked you going 55 and a 45 i'm mean, gonna you see your license <laughs> <and> resurrection please <laughs> we'll get to that all right meow. keep going all right
0: across the table from me i've got the pit master and our producer Mr. Matt Farr, Levels, Levels. And always I've got the sweet and sassy, Miss Stacy. Hey guys. So, guys, we're we talking about Memorial Day. Uh, we are here. We are embodying that right now. We just had an amazing cook. We granted Jeremy his wish and dream for the podcast, which is not for us all to eat while he describes the cook,
2: but we actually cooked and ate beforehand it was probably our most awkward encounter together where we're all quietly eating (laughs) instead of me narrating what you're eating (laughs) while you're eating it trying not to chew into Uh, the microphone yeah Yeah. yeah, that was so weird yeah
3: really i mean like it wasn't weird because we're all comfortable with each other but we were all sitting here feasting on this awesome meal we just grilled out and it was dead silent we were all like a pin drop
0: because it was so damn because good. Because we
3: were like taking it all in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Matt. Thanks I
0: couldn't for miss that out on chance.
3: <laughs> but we were taking it all in and enjoying it. And um, so who wants to talk about what we just grilled?
2: Well, Jeremy. We're going to hop into that later, I thought.
3: Okay, sure. That's, right. You're
2: right. We are. You're so right. Right. Stay Stay tuned. right. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Well, i am from the lady who writes the outline. Well, thank you. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I want to say that I am. It, it, it's you know through this whole process we've all been through the past two or three months that it is like was such a breath of fresh air to have Jeremy and Matt back in our house, like here across from us, across from the table. Everybody doing their part, but it just, it's just just to have you guys around.
2: Speaking of a breath of fresh air, we've got a breath of fresh air on our faces right now.
0: That's a, that is that is a damn truth.
2: <laughs> oh, so <what> a- so <laughs> they,
3: they went big. Like, we all get together. Like, first of all, the guys show up at the house and it was like Journey played a song. Like, open <laughs> I arms. I think there
2: was Journey
0: playing <laughs> in, in the background.
3: Oh to to you
0: with open arms. Oh,
3: okay anyways they showed uh, up <laughs> they showed up i heard journey playing everybody was so excited but in inaugural all, memorial day yes. grilling sesh
0: we have this podcast is going to be straight americana we have hard ass stashes on all three of our lips if stacy could grow one she'd have one too I'll right two now but i don't and we we cook some americana food i mean we're just going you know we're embodying what america is and what memorial day represents all
3: american beef we just chow down on mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what I'm talking
0: about.
2: Speaking of beef, you guys got me liquored up and peer pressured me into a mustache. I showed up with a beard, yes, and mm-hmm. now I have a mustache. Jeremy, uh,
0: Jeremy wasn't sure that me and Matt were going to follow through with the stash.
2: <laughs> Is that that I wasn't sure that I didn't care, yeah. <laughs> and then I had like five beers, and then I didn't care. <laughs> Jeremy, uh, <laughs> oh, it
0: was, I, I was Jeremy. You was so fucking freaking hard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You look like such a hard ass with a, with a stash so, And
2: you're right. It looks just like a super trooper. Oh. So five minutes ago, literally, I had a full beard and now I have a mustache. Dude,
0: you look so good. I'm it not going to lie.
3: Yeah. It, you look younger. It puts ours to shame. I know I look younger.
0: Yep. That's why I, care. That's why
2: <laughs> I have a beard.
0: <laughs> if I was single and I rolled that way-
1: I'd kiss you on the lips. You'd oh, looking goodness. for a mustache,
2: right? The mustache would get
1: intertwined together. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's like braces in middle school. Yeah.
0: It's so scratchy. Why don't we go ahead and take a break? Um, and on the, on the other side of that, we're going to have a plethora, a line of random bourbons that uh, our producer, Matt Farr, has uh, selected for us and we're going to see I mean these these are variations of bourbon so it could from the from inexpensive to expensive but we're going to see which ones we like the best and uh, we've got Stacy's got some things to pair with it as well so we'll see you on the other side of the break and uh, be ready for the new segment on the Reload Podcast This episode of That Reload Podcast is brought to you by Spencer Kirksey Official If you're looking for adult entertainment and adult content Check out at Spencer official and Fansonly.com. All right, guys, so we are back from the break. Matt has poured us four separate cups of um, delicious bourbon from his private selection. We have we have cups that are labeled A, B, C, and D. None of us but Matt know what bourbons are in these cups. So we're gonna try them. We're gonna write some notes. We're going to talk about it a little bit, and then we are going to rate which bourbon we liked the best. Agreed? Yep. I just did a
2: palate cleanser of some PBR, so I'm ready to go. Hell
0: yeah. So I'm going to pass everything over to Matt right now. Matt, you lead the charge on this, and uh, let's go. Wait, did
2: you announce the new name of this segment?
0: Oh, wait. at the break, we have uh, agreed upon a new segment name for this, and it's going to be Pouring on the Podcast. And what this is going to be, guys, this is going to be anything. You're going to be seeing in the future lots of different drinks, lots of different liquor drinks, bourbons, you know, tequilas, vodkas, whatever. We're going to have a lot of different things we're going to break down, and it's going to help you guys and help us mm, mental- maybe, mentally. Maybe not vodka. Maybe not vodka.
2: I, Everything else.
0: There's I, some good vodkas out there, man. Yeah.
2: I've recently gotten to artisanal Southeast Asian waters, uh, so maybe we can do that um, for some different uh, regions there. Is Is that that about Topo Chico right now? No, I'm just screwing with you. Can I put rum (laughs) in that? (laughs) (laughs) Let's drink this brown stuff. All
1: right, Matt, lead lead the way, buddy. So what we're going to do here is just each take a sip of each A, B, C, and D. And the idea is we all have a pen and paper. We'll take some notes about what it is we like from each one, if we like it better than the one before, things like that. And then at the end, what I'll do is I'll actually reveal what is in each of these cups. And I
0: have to mention that Stacy has provided some nice palate cleansers. We have a charcuterie board of crackers, salami, and cheese, and also some wrapped chocolates that pair well with bourbon.
1: Yep. And no. the idea is that every week with, that we do this, there's actually going to be a theme. So I won't reveal the theme for this week until after you've tried everything. I Ooh. love it. I love it. Yep. All hey right. I've already started producer. thinking some notes. <laughs> Does that say brown? Crown? Brown. Oh. <laughs> the first brown. one's brown. <laughs> Note,
0: brown. These are. This is brown. All okay. right.
3: Why is my lip numb?
1: Why is your lip numb? Because yeah. you're drinking a bunch of whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll Hate. explain why why your lip's numb later. A, B, and C have been why. wildly
2: different. Anaphylactic a shock. Me, Somebody get me my you, EpiPen. <laughs> <pen>. <laughs> it means you're getting drunk. Uh, <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> does your lip feel
1: better now? No. It doesn't. <laughs> my stomach does. So I, what I'm going to ask hallelujah. you each to do is to rank them best to worst or favorite to least favorite. Decide what it is you like and I what can. you like least.
0: Okay, again, You ready?
1: Yep. A- is my favorite by far. Okay,
0: uh, I like hot bourbons. I'm a hundred proof plus guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think B was really hot, mm-hmm. um, no. and I think that A was just a little bit under that. This is me personally. This is how my tongue. Wait, wait, how my tongue reacted.
2: Which one, which one was
0: really hot? I think B was okay. really. I, think, I did not get that. I, I think
3: decreased bite than A.
0: I yep. think B was spicier than A mm-hmm. personally. I think when you got into C and D, you were in a little bit of lower proofs. Um, you definitely got those caramels, vanillas out of out of C and D. I got some sweetness out of A that um, uh, that I did not get out of B. So for me, A was the best for drinkability. Um, I think I would go A
1: C B D. That's me, A C B D. Very interesting. Yeah, very interesting. Okay. Anybody
2: else want to give their takes? I'll jump into mine. Um, I liked A and B the best, C and D the least. Um, they're kind of tied between there. Um, a, I felt like it was a higher proof. It was very spicy, um, had a lot of heat on it. But B, I was getting like a fruit citrusy smell. And then it felt like it was a lower proof. And it really brought the car- like caramel taste into it um, when I was drinking it. Um, C I thought was kind of a lower proof. There was almost no smell to it. It was a very mild taste in my mouth. And then, um, was pretty much it. And then D had like a, almost a floral scent to it. But then at the end, it just like slapped. It was, it felt like really hard, high proof at the end. Yep. Um, so I I didn't really care for that right at the end, but leading up to that, it was good. Uh, but I'd say A and and B are kind of tied for the ones I would like. Okay. C.
3: C is
2: your favorite. favorite. Okay.
3: Smoky.
1: I think, so for the record, C is also my favorite. So let me tell you what these are, and then maybe that'll help inform some decisions. It was like <clears> smoky,
3: <throat> leathery, robust.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. All right. A is Wild Turkey 101. Let's go. All right. It's proofed at 101 proof, and it you can find it on the shelf- in my opinion, Wild Turkey 101, probably one of the best everyday drinkers. You can find it for about $23. It which,
3: was my second uh, what, favorite, which and is it was what I was
1: talking to, about for drinkability. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
3: It was pretty close with C for me. Okay.
2: I have a bottle of that at my house and I've been drinking that. It's a very good one. All right.
1: Bourbon B. All right. Wild Turkey Rare Breed. Oh. At 116.8. You can get it on the shelf. It's supposed to be about $35. Sometimes it's a little bit more expensive. All could right. Can I
3: say something about this one? Dang. This one like instantly coated my tongue, like mm. in a warm, smooth, not warm as in like a bite.
1: I would tell you, I also have my notes for that one say more velvety mouthfeel. Velvety, yes. yeah. I'll give you that, like yeah. A,
3: like a coating of, a, like a creamy coating to your tongue, very smooth, coats the tongue, mouthfeel, mm-hmm. no bite, Creamy.
1: Now I would tell you part of the reason for that is because it's proofed higher at 116 compared to 101 for the first one. Yep. So it's got less water in it. It's just more pure bourbon.
3: It's kind of chocolatey, caramelly. But that's
0: why your lip was tingling because Mm -hmm. we had a 101 and then we busted into a 116.
2: Yep. And that's why you were getting that tingle. It's all actually gone away. Which Matt and I were talking about this earlier about how like the higher proof alcohols have less water in them. So you really get those flavors in it more. Yes. Like that one was very caramely to me. Oh. I could taste that.
0: But if you're a new bourbon drinker, mm-hmm. if you're a new whiskey drinker, that alcohol punch, yeah. when you're not used to tasting those can scare you off a can little. It really, it it. Yes. Yeah. But, but for me, like that's what I was saying earlier is now that I've, I have been drinking this for whatever time. I don't like I don't like drinking um, mm-hmm. I, I have a taste for you guys before we get off here okay but um I love I only like the drink I, I prefer to drink hundred 100 proof or more yep.
2: yeah now. which I, chose, I made that point earlier I've been drinking more of this because I've gotten past that little punch yeah so like my 90 proofs are like they're good but like I've been drinking the Wild Turkey 101 quite a bit recently because yeah. I like that. It, it has more body to it than like the lower ones. I've got to
3: say, this is the first time I've had Wild Turkey other than American Honey.
2: Really?
1: It's
3: the first time I've had Wild Turkey. And
1: you thought it was an overall enjoyable experience. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Be- I loved
3: A and I loved C, which I don't know what C All right, was. but
1: What was C? All right, C was Wild Turkey, Kentucky Spirit. I loved that one. So Kentucky Spirit is also proofed at 101, on one which would make sense. Since you're relatively new to bourbon, yep. uh, both Kentucky Spirit and Wild Turkey 101 are both proofed at the same exact, you know, they're both 101. Uh, Wild Turkey uh, Kentucky Spirit is a little bit more expensive, uh, at MSRP for $55. Of course. I would tell you this particular Kentucky Spirit that we had today was a Total Wine store pick, which anybody who's not familiar with a store pick, it's when Mm -hmm. they send out samples from each barrel to the store or the store folks get to go to the distillery and and sample each barrel and pick which one it is that they like the most. So all of the bourbon that's in that bottle came from one barrel.
0: See, I love a good store pick. Yeah. because Especially when you got people, like we have a a girl we buy bourbon from around here and over at the Bob's Liquor Store, uh, my girl Brittany. And uh, she's got the same kind of, you know, taste that we do. So when she has, she's the, the, the taster. So when she has a store pick, I'm on it.
3: Of course, I like the more expensive one.
0: You are, you are bougie on your, on your bourbon. Now, That's be, for sure.
2: Being a 101 and A was also a 101, I felt like this one was much milder than, number, than A.
1: And some of that could be because I picked up the 101 yesterday and just opened it today for the first time. Oh. And the Kentucky spirit, something that I've had open for a few months now.
2: Gotcha. So it's, it's
1: had some time to oxidize a mild yeah. out a little. So do
0: you, okay. do you think that, see, I would, I would think now I would think that you opening it mm-hmm. and it oxidizing and it, and it, you know, acclimating and whatnot would actually tone it down a little bit. Well, that's what yep. he's saying. Yep. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. Okay,
2: okay. I c- was backwards. C, c he, um, he's had open for a while, but A, he just opened today. Oh, yep. okay. not have time yeah. okay. to breathe. But I, I, I'm had gonna that, say, I had that backwards.
3: C was so different than the other three in the aspect of it. had It, it had like that wood, woody, smoky, leathery, back mouth feel versus the more caramelly, vanilla- I want,
0: I want to compare my notes to Stacey and Jeremy's. Yeah. They're so dis- distinctive, so descriptive. Now, Mine says hot, sweet, high proof.
2: Smoother, now, high proof. That, yeah. Now, I would say probably maybe drinking that 101 after drinking a 116, maybe that tinged it a little bit for me because I just got blown out with a 116 and maybe yes. up and down to a 101. Yes. I was like, oh, this is nothing compared to the one, even though I had like a little palate cleanser in between. Mm. Maybe this is, you know- Mm-hmm.
0: Well, we probably should have Kentucky poured.
3: Kentucky Spirit One Hundred and One is that like? Can you find that anywhere?
1: It depends. So the real hard thing there is that it's a store pick. It's a single barrel. Yeah. So you'll never find another bourbon that tastes exactly like that. So one. of
0: no, course, sorry. So that Scout that we have, I love the Scout. You can go buy a regular Scout, but the store pick Scout that we got mm-hmm. with the one we sent the Matt. Mm-hmm. You're not going. That that's a different flavor than you're going to get with.
3: We need to let Jeremy taste the Old Scout, too, today. Yeah. so yeah, good. We'll do that
1: afterwards. Yeah, All right. Okay. So, D. Let's go into D. Let's go into D. <clears throat> so, D is Russell's Reserve, Ooh. which, for anybody who doesn't know, Russell's Reserve is basically the high end of Wild Turkey. So, if you didn't pick up on it yet, wild today's, turkey. today's theme was Wild Turkey Bourbons. So- uh, the Russell's Reserve that I gave you was a single barrel. Uh, it was proofed at 120 proof. Ooh. Really? For it was what it's the worth.
3: smoothest. No it's, bite.
1: It's what I opened today. It had never been opened before today. And this one holds a little bit of a special place in my heart because the guy who uh, introduced me to bourbon several years ago, kind of turned me on to bourbon, was able to go to Wild Turkey mm-hmm. with a group of people and pick this this uh, barrel out and then bottle the bourbons out of it, and then sell that through a distribution network. So this is a single barrel, not a store pick, but an individual pick.
0: Wow. So
1: I think I've told you guys before that uh, Wild Turkey really uh, holds the corn that they use in their mash bill in a very high regard. So they say like other distilleries might use Walmart corn. Wild Turkey claims to use the Gucci of corn. So this pick is called... Gucci corn. (laughs) I like it. I like it. I I love it. Uh, I just opened it today. Normally, if you find a uh, bottle of Russell's Reserve single barrel, it's about $60, $65. So this is definitely on the high end of what we tasted today. Yeah. So the thing that I'm interested to hear uh, from you guys is, do you think that this Russell's Reserve was three times better than the Wild Turkey 101 that we started with?
3: I wrote on the paper, this is my least favorite.
1: Wow. Wow. I would tell you, I was also unprepared for the hit of the high proof. Mm -hmm. That was what really caught me in my throat. And I was like, I got to have some water.
0: Well, see, now to me, the Russell, maybe it's because we had A, B, and C off the bat, that the tongue was already a little numb Mm -hmm. to everything, Mm -hmm. that I thought it was freaking low. I even wrote, you know, well, I wrote low proof on there. And I put it creamy. It was. I had a
2: creamy. It was almost too creamy. Yeah, to follow up on that, like when I was sniffing it, it felt like a very floral scent to it, and then it was very smooth going in. So when you went to swallow, I mean, that thing slapped. It was hard, and that's what made get- me think it was a high proof. Not from like the initial drink or from the smell. It didn't smell like a lot of alcohol, but when you swallowed that, it really hit hard. See, I didn't. But the get-
3: mouth feel is like like putting your tongue in water versus putting your tongue in like buttermilk. It mm-hmm. felt like putting your tongue into buttermilk. Like it was that. It was because oh,
1: yeah, it's not cut at all, hardly
3: it's any. It's too smooth. No I didn't bite, get that. Not my favorite. I,
0: I got that. I didn't get Jeremy's version. I didn't get the, Pah. you know, so, I thought it was a low proof bourbon. I really yeah, did. no,
2: my initial taste, I thought that too. I was like, yeah. this is very mild. It has like a, a nice floral scent. But at the end, it just hit hard. And I was like, oh, whoa, this is very high proof. So, so the not. cool
1: thing here is about each of these four bourbons we've had today is Wild Turkey only uses one mash bill for all of their bourbon. So that means the ingredient list and recipe for everything that you had today is exactly the same. What's different is the proof. So whether it's been watered down or not before it goes into the bottle, and the rickhouse, where it was that that bourbon was aged. So if it's higher up in the rickhouse or on the lower levels, that, that all... Temperature. Yep, exactly. That temperature flux makes a huge difference on now the flavor. Now, isn't
3: the, the higher parts of the rickhouse saved for the higher-end bourbons because of the warmth?
1: I think a lot of times in the high-end, and I'm by no means would claim to be an expert. There's tons of people that know more about this than You're me. You're our
2: expert. But... Exactly
1: there is a certain amount of evaporation that happens. So it makes sense that if it's higher up and it's exposed to more heat, the end product that you're going to have in that Spicier. barrel, it's going to be more concentrated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so the way that the Russell's Reserve barrels are picked, my, my experience and my understanding is that uh, Jimmy and Eddie Russell, who are the master distillers for Wild Turkey, go around and sample each one and they pick out the flavors they like. And that's what's saved for Russell's Reserve. Ah, gotcha, man.
0: Well, you know, that that is something. So my, my, my brother-in-law, he, he gave me some sample bottles of some of his favorite bourbons. And these were hyper. Ooh. I'm talking 136, you know, up there. And I had one of the bottles that was in that 130 range, and it was so butter. It was smooth. Mm-hmm. It was great. Mm-hmm. But then I had another one that was like that alcoholic. It was t- very tasty, but it was like poof, you know, whatever. And that's what I you know, and I'm gonna give I'm going to knowing what I know now,
3: mm-hmm.
0: I'm going to I would I would take D above some of the other ones because the fact that it's a 120
1: and is and as and And it didn't punch you in the mouth. Yes,
0: and mentally I'm getting all these complexities out of it. I mean, that's that that's that is uh I don't know the freaking word. It's 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 pretty awesome, man, that, that they they could pull that high a proof, and it'd be that creamy and that yep. heavy. without it
2: punching you. Head yes, on. Yeah. It's, it, I want to say creamy and heavy. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like when you sniffed it, it didn't smell like rubbing alcohol or something. Yeah, you, you didn't get mm-hmm. that yes. off of it. I was like, oh, this is probably lower proof. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, it really, it really kicked in for me. Yeah.
1: So let's go around the table. Everybody's favorite, Jeremy.
2: Knowing what I know now, I'd probably still have to stick with A. Okay. That's
1: very respectful or right. respectable. I'm I'm proud of you for even though you know the difference in the cost here, still saying the lowest cost option would be your pick.
2: Now, if you were going to give me a bottle, I'd say D, so I could sell it and then go buy two bottles of A, <laughs> three, uh, bottles, um, three, three bottles, three bottles, three
1: bottles. Yeah, uh,
2: yeah.
0: Joel, no, I'm still on A. I mean, I'm sticking with my route here. Like from from what I was going with, based off how I like to drink bourbon, is mm-hmm. which is neat. Nothing, no, no, no ice, no water, no anything. I still think A was my favorite out of okay. all of them.
1: Okay. Stacy,
3: The Kentucky Spirit C.
1: Okay. I love, smoky,
3: I love a smoky wood. You like
1: the bourbon that you'll never be able to replicate. Never yeah. find again. Yeah. <laughs> Always. That's Always. how she is, man. So that's I how think- I pick
3: my men. <laughs>
1: hey, that's what I'm talking about. My, my personal favorite would be probably B, which is the rare breed. Yeah. I'm interested that ne- none of you guys said that. I love Wild Turkey Rare Breed. As far as something I'm just going to walk into a store and probably find and pick up and know it's going to be a good pour, Rare Breed's going to take it almost every time.
0: So everything that I rated on this was based off drinkability. Mm -hmm. It was like, hey, I'm going to pour a glass and I'm going to want to drink this all the time. Mm -hmm. And Rare Breed was on my third on my list. But, you know, I feel like that all these bourbons were good. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mine were A and C. Yeah, but A and C was was my top two, but you know, I feel like drinkability wise, and I, and I'm kind of proud of it, I guess, because hell, price wise, it's great. Yeah, you know, but but A and you know A and C was definitely where it was at, but Rare Breed was fantastic. I, I still like I none st- of them were bad,
1: right? None yeah, of them none were of bad.
0: Them. I'm just talking about. I want to pour a glass. I want to sit back. I want to watch some freaking you know, you know
2: children play sports on East
0: Homestead or Rescue you know. yep, yep. or some prepper show or some shit
2: <laughs>
1: you know <laughs> but but yeah that's And that. the nice thing is you can actually buy wild turkey 101 by like the jug you can go get mm-hmm. gallons of the stuff mm-hmm. and it's really uh, cost effective like like i said the 750 was like $23. Yeah.
3: That's surprising too because like whenever I've, you know, like I said, I've never had it before mm-hmm. and we've been to Louisville, Kentucky multiple times. We yeah. love going there and going to the distilleries and tasting and stuff like that. I've never really entertained wild turkey. I've always snubbed my nose at it or was like, oh, it's wild turkey or, well, it's cheap it's because- or whatever and I really enjoyed A&C.
0: Listen girl, Matthew McConaughey, drinks wild turkey okay. so he's and that's Lincoln. all you need to know alright guys well, let's head to a break that has been pouring on the podcast so I hope you guys enjoyed that we're going to get to some more things down the line but let's head to a break and on the other side we're going to talk a little bit of the holiday that we're here for Memorial Day we'll see you guys on the break This podcast is brought to you by Wildcat Matt, providing mustache rides since 1974. If you want a good time, contact Wildcat Matt on Instagram at Wildcat Matt.
1: All right, we're back. All right, so we just had a delicious pour of bourbon. And we're going to get into a little bit of uh, details about the cookout that we had today.
0: Yeah, so if you listen to our last podcast that uh, Mike talked about their burgers, that they use the shoulder clod and they actually mix in brisket into their burgers, which is unbelievably flavorful. And these burgers, I, I will say, we cooked them on the Weber outside. Charcoal, fantastic. Jeremy, you did an awesome job. We paired them with some... French fries that were fried over a Camp Chef Pro 60 and some canola oil. And they were seasoned in our Magnum rub. What's up, honey?
3: So the burgers, um, they were sent by Mike from Haltman Family Meats. Yeah. And the way they came, like, like Matt said, they were mixed in with um, some bacon and cheddar. And not only did we just throw those on the grill as is, you know, they came ready to go, formed into the patties, half pound patties, throwing them on the grill. But as Jeremy threw them on, he seasoned them very generously with yeah. the reload Magnum. Of course it's stuck on there like that meat glitter that it does. Yeah, Boy. I am a, I am a generous person. I <laughs> love it. Yep. Yeah. Very, very, very generous. So and just the outside of the patty um, was seasoned with the Magnum and then we topped it at the end with some Vermont white cheddar. Mm-hmm.
0: And that's what I love about Magnum is whatever you're putting it on is the, the crunch that it gets. Once it gets that little bit of a char on it, mm-hmm. it you can't replace that. It is it is fantastic. It's an excellent seasoning to use. So uh, I was looking for a really good word, and did yeah, I could not find it, but it just didn't come up. No, nothing. Yeah. nothing, nothing was happening. Brain. Let me have a sip, okay? Go, uh, go ahead, Jeremy.
2: So Matt and I cooked those on the Weber kettle over charcoal, which. Those are big burgers. Halteman sends them out. They're in half-pound patties. So we actually did like a reverse sear. We uh, we made a two-zone cooking method inside there. We uh, put them on the cooler side. We're running the kettle a little bit warmer than probably I wanted to. Probably about 300 or so. Um, I probably recommend about 250, 275 to get that nice smoky flavor yeah. infused into the burger. Get it up to like the 115, 120 ish, and then move it right over to you know open up the kettle, get those coals really roaring hot, and then move the burgers over onto that uh, hot side to get that nice charcoal finish um and we should say we had all
1: the charcoal briquettes kind of over to one side of the cooker right that 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 way we could do indirect heat to start with and then sear it off right at the end which
0: which I, i mean like i know you said that it was hotter than you wanted it to for it to be, but th- the, the that-
2: ambient temperature of the reverse sear part, it was running about three hundred because we got the coals a little too hot to start with. But that's perfectly fine if you want to run at three hundred. If you sure. want it at two twenty five, whatever, something in there to where you're slowly cooking in the bur- like a burger. Th- these are very big burgers. Yes. Is why we did that? These aren't smash burgers. These aren't little thin quarter mm. quarter ounce one or quarter pound ones. These are half pound burgers, and they weren't well done. No, 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 not they, at all. They're
0: they perfectly mm. they're perfectly cooked, and I'll bet. But that that. The crunch, the little, uh, the crispies you got
1: on the outside that of the burger.
2: charcoal sear.
1: At yeah, the end. man. I, that, it brought a lot of flavor. And I really like starting those off in the indirect heat because it's got the bacon fat and bacon meat sort of ground into the patty itself. It Word. gives that stuff a chance to sort of render out a little bit. That way yeah. you've got- excellent bacon smoky flavor in the patty. That's a good point. Rather than if you cook
3: like the outside and everything too fast, then you just got a chewy pieces of bacon. Throughout.
1: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That,
3: and you never, you really didn't notice texture wise that there was baking in it other than the flavor. I just <laughs> awesome flavor.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. the word you took it out of my mouth. Like just pure, awesome flavor. One of the best burgers that I've ever had. And, and we, had, you know, I I'm a, went a burger had, snob.
3: I had the lettuce ready to go. I had the Boston lettuce and none of us put it on there like straight up now, Chris, we, what did we do? We um, we grilled up the buns.
2: I have to talk about Matt's. Yeah, Matt's little uh, tip right here, his cook hack. Yes. right here. Yes. This like, was really yeah. good,
1: actually. Something I've seen some people doing lately is like uh, putting mayonnaise on the outside of bread for grilled cheese. And I mean, if you think through it, it kind of makes sense. It's a fat. It, you could use yeah mayonnaise instead of butter, right? Yeah. And so it just crisps up really nice. So something I've been doing lately is putting mayo on the insides of the bun and then grilling those buns to kind of give them just a little bit of a sear, a little bit of a char, and that... Sort of like seals the bun to keep the juices from just making it super soggy.
2: Yeah, like well, it Ma-
3: had a crunch and a flavor.
2: Yeah. Like Matt and I were standing at the grill. You know, it, it needed two of us because we had a PBR in one hand and we're working the grill with the other hand. So exactly. Together, we made one one functioning adult. <laughs> um, but the sizzle of that mayo on the bun when it came off, it's. Uh, you, Butter won't do that. Oil won't do that. That was that was a really yeah. key the part. There
1: important to mention. Duke's Duke's mayo. Duke's if candy. you're eating anything besides Duke's, you're wrong. I'm sorry to tell you that. Go find some Duke's. Order it online. They ship nationwide. Mm-hmm. Get and it. if you work for Duke's, you know sponsor us. Yes, yes. <laughs> one of those. We exactly. love your stuff,
3: and we've won awards using your stuff.
1: Yeah,
0: two, I, I two want, years in a row. I want to say that I can't stop staring at your all's
1: respectable mustaches. Jeremy's much more respectable than mine. I hate to admit, but mine's a little trash stash, and Jeremy's is full <laughs> super troopers. Jer- Jeremy could, li-
0: could li- literally pull some into his li- into his mouth. Yeah. Like,
1: that's a good stash. If he had some aviators, he'd be able to pull people over without a cop car. I Absolutely. think
3: Natalia, I think uh, Jeremy's wife is going to love it. It's going to take a while to grow, but I I sent her
2: a picture and she responded with a few choice emojis. So (laughs) (laughs) we'll see how it goes down. It'll grow on her. Joel. It'll it'll grow on her. Stacey,
1: why do we have mustaches? We need to address this. Well, listen, man. Like, what
0: is Memorial Day? Memorial Day is remembering the ones that have fallen, the ones that have fought for this country and given us an America, given us the Americana, given us the right to rock a powerful mustache. Jeremy, the way you're looking at me is making me very uncomfortable.
2: I'm wondering where you're going with this. You're like, support the troops and grow a mustache. It's America, man. Look, how does that make sense? Americans uh, in 1776, when they signed the Declaration (laughs) of Independence, handlebar
0: mustaches. They had strong ass mustaches with great mustache,
2: powdered wigs and mustaches. No, with
0: great mustache comes great responsibility, and us as Americans, we rock that mustache. That's right. You know, and so I mean, like I'm proud to wear my mustache right now, and and especially in the time that we're in, we're in a bad time. The world is in a bad time, and and
2: now what? now not only is this like our first cook of summer, but it's our first cook together. Yeah. So it just felt right.
0: It did. It did. And I'm I'm happy that you guys are here. It's been a, such a breath
1: of fresh air to finally pass hang
3: that lip hair. Yeah. No. I, it
1: just smells better through mustache. I don't it. know how else to describe I, it. I, I, was, I, was, I feel
3: left out. I mean, I hate that I yeah. You
1: should have painted it on. I yeah, should have truly. painted
3: one on. But yeah, true barbecue athletes over here with That's right. Yeah.
0: But but no, seriously. That's kind of that. We wanted to kind of embody on this podcast that we were going to embody Americana. Uh we had the burgers. We had the the charcoal grill. The OG charcoal grill. You know, I mean- Weber kettle. A freaking kettle.
1: It's what
2: a ton of people start with. Yeah, so so no better choice. I was talking to Matt the whole time we're working. I was like, this is like, this is summer. Standing over here, having a nice, a a crispy, cold beer and working that charcoal grill. Like, there's nothing better. Yes.
3: And drinking- Kentucky bourbon.
2: Yep.
1: Let's it could go. have only been better if we had the the white Velcro New Balances. <laughs> that really would have
2: just topped it off. The you know? comfort and the ease of putting them on. I mean, there's nothing better. <laughs> nothing compares. Yep. To the Velcro. Well, new I
3: think Balances. for grilling season, I mean, what better way to be prepared for grilling season than is to rock a brand new stash.
0: Well, and that's what we're getting in because let's be honest, like the weather has been a little crazy. Like having 30 something degree weather in May here in the South. That's unheard of. You know what I mean? So we're just now, today was about 82 degrees. And we're finally getting into that summer weather, that grilling season. Let's go. Let's put the stash on. Let's grill some damn burgers. Let's drink some beer and let's slam some bourbon. That's America. Yep. If I, if I had to say. And later, we've got some beautiful Cuban cigars that I cannot wait to toke on. Oh, yeah.
3: In honor of America. In honor of America. (laughs) In honor of America.
1: (laughs) Communism cigars. (laughs) Thank you,
2: Obama. Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) On the side of the burgers, which we touched on a little bit, but we did- uh, French fries seasoned with Magnum, which if you've never had Magnum fries, they are incredible. We did russet potatoes, run through the mandolin. So nice thin cut French fries, deep fried in canola oil on the camp chef, uh, stovetop grill in a Dutch oven and, uh, just seasoned heavily with Magnum, which is so good on anything potato. No, yes. it,
3: I mean, it's straight up. Like, it, you know, when you think of like homemade French fries, you know, some people that can seem kind of intimidating, but I mean, we just got a sack of potatoes, sliced them up, fried them up, and, and they were the best french fries. Now, now,
1: we threw them in some water. I'm sorry, we, Matt. Go ahead. I was exactly going to the same place. Hit the, it. The, the secret to that, I think, was what Jeremy said, is you submerge them in water. That way they don't brown up before you have a chance to get them to the fryer. And it, it,
2: It's a holding method. So yeah. you don't have to put them in water. If you're going directly into the deep fryer, the fryer's ready to go you know, slicing them up and throw them directly in. But like we had them pre-sliced. Joel was slicing them up when we walked in. And then it was about half an hour later that we actually fried them up. So keeping them in a bowl of water will keep them from browning and aging on you before you do that. Yes, yes. They were so
3: good. They were crispy and thin and full of seasoning. Like,
2: I mean, so
3: good.
0: So I want to say this real quick and not to go down a deep, dark rabbit hole, but-
2: we're going to go down a deep rabbit hole. Yes. Here, yeah.
0: here comes story time with Joel. Now <laughs>
2: yeah. I've missed this. <laughs> As, As that, I was walking through the woods <laughs> on a summer evening. Listen, to he, wanted to, the sound effects.
3: he wanted to tell you guys a dream he had the other day. And I was like, Oh my What's God.
1: Let's hear it. Uh, Let's
0: hear it right now. No, Dream. I need no, it. No. Let's go. Let's she go. Wouldn't, go. She wouldn't let me do it. So <laughs> I have this, uh, first of all, I have this.
2: I, <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear it. I it's, already hate the story. Okay. Continue.
0: <laughs> well, I have this tendency, I'm very overprotective and I have this tendency that I'll be, I'll create scenarios in my brain. So I'll be driving down the road and I will think of like, if somebody was assaulting my wife or my or my kids, and I'm like, I find myself gripping the steering wheel and thinking about the, how I would harm those people. So the other night, I uh, I had this dream and I was at my. Oh, are we
3: really doing this? We're doing. He wants to know. <laughs> I want to no know. Too. No, no, Matt
0: wants to know. I, I want to know. I want to know. Let's Matt,
1: hear it. Matt can cut this shit out if it sucks, okay? <laughs> it's not going to suck. I can feel it. Hey, it's your old friend Matt from the future here, uh, trying to work on editing this show down into something that you can actually listen to. I got to tell you, I was wrong, and the dream wasn't that interesting, but in case you're just dying to hear more about it, I'll throw it at the end of the show. So, in the meantime, let's get back to it. It's amazing that didn't make it to the outline, you know?
2: <laughs> yeah, it was on the outline. Green Winnebago story. Y'all asked for this. I no, didn't. no. I have to admit, this is, said, this. <laughs> this is my fault. Don't share this. This is my fault. Share this. Listen. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I feel like I'm. Listen, to
0: blame. you can cut this out.
1: Okay, you're the. You're the. Oh no, I'm no, not cutting it. This, you're you're the, not cutting it now.
2: This should probably go into the final cut, and it should lead us into our next break. You're the tickler. Let's take a break right now. The tickler is going to
0: work his magic. We're going to get out of here and see you on the other side. I don't know what we're gonna talk about on the other side. Rapid fire. Rapid fire questions with Jeremy, the Kitchen White Law.
1: Gucci we'll- Gucci goo. <laughs>
0: <We'll> see- <laughs> That's my tickle sound. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you on the other side. This podcast is brought to you by Al Dente Diva. If you're looking for some good recipes, check out Al Dente Diva's ebook for $1.99. You get 10 banging recipes that you can apply anything in your household. Check out at Al Dente Diva on Instagram and purchase her ebook for $1.99. Okay, guys, we're back for the break and uh, we're going to jump straight into the Kitchen White Law. Our resident cook, Mr. Jeremy's rapid-fire
2: questions. All right, guys. Today, we are going to jump into a bunch of Memorial Day-themed rapid-fire questions. Some are yes or no. Some are short answer. And we can do a short discussion after each one. We're going to go in order of Matt, Joel, Matt Stacy, and then Joel for these ones. All right, guys. First question. Burgers or dogs? Matt. Burgers. Stacy. Burgers. Joel.
0: Da- dogs. What?
2: Well, wow, that's weird. Even after the burgers we had today.
0: Mm, they were good, man, but I love a good a, a good dog. I don't want like some bullshit dog. I mean, I about a good dog. What's a good dog? To me, a good dog is something that is grilled, got good char on it, and has some sort of meat sauce over the top. Mustard and meat sauce minimum.
2: Meat sauce sounds so gross to me. You've so, talked I, about your meat sauce and wanted to put your meat sauce in our mouth before. I wanted to give my meat, been... I
1: wanted my meat sauce in your mouth.
2: It's basically.
1: Very it sounds like the way you describe it is basically beanless chili. It is. Yeah. It is. So but, I mean,
3: but not chili flavors. Like
0: a chili dog. But, but not. No, no. 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 But not, not
2: like chili flavors. <laughs> no, no, no. 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 Tangy. No. Tangy. <laughs> so, okay, Tangy sauce. Real short story. Hey. Oh my god.
0: No. No.
1: No. No. no, no. <laughs> I've already had to impose. but the records. Get sound. No, no. <laughs> this is like a new record. <laughs> uh, shit. As I had the golf club hovering
0: over him. Troy Palomalu got his coming ups. No, no, it's just real quick. Um, the first time I went and met her family, when we were dating, I was introduced to proper meat sauce in New York and it was phenomenal. And that that changed my outlook on hot dogs,
3: a good hot dog,
0: with toasted bun
3: bun or steamed bun with a good
2: meat
0: sauce.
2: Well, it looks like you're going to have to change our minds on that one. Moving on to the next question. Best side dish, not including eggs, Matt, Macaroni and cheese. Stacy, not including eggs.
0: Go, go, go. What the hell? F- what do eggs have to do with it? Go ahead, Stacy.
3: Pasta is- salad.
0: <laughs> Joel. Be- best side dish? Not including eggs. Scalloped potatoes, motherfucker. There we go.
1: <laughs> so given that sensor beep I, see, I was thinking I
3: was thinking like picnic style foods like yeah. side dish I could have said like asparagus or something like that I'm thinking picnic I asparagus.
2: really meant like side dish to like burgers and dogs Really, yeah. first question oh, there stuff? was just nice. so much time between Scout the first and yeah. second fr-
3: potatoes with your hot dogs oh french fries
2: yeah. Okay. Hi. your meat sauce <laughs> yeah. there you go alright next question you can only eat one type of animal for the rest of your life what is it Matt pig Stacy cow Joel deer All right. I like that. I like that we all have different answers. Yeah. Mine would have been pig. I thought about that one. Nice. All right. Um, The United States, known for being back to back World War champions, is the greatest nation of all time. (laughs) True or false? Matt. Absolutely true. Stacy.
3: Proud to be an American.
2: America. Fuck yeah. There we go. All right. That's going to be so hard to say. Would Bigfoot (laughs) meat make a better burger or hot dog? Better than what? No. Would Bigfoot, the creature, <laughs> yeah. would its meat make a better burger oh, or oh. hot dog? Ooh, this Matt. is a good, this, oh.
1: this is a good oh. question. Oh. I think hot dog. You've got those sausage, like sausage no, spices. No, no, sort no, of, no, no, no. No, no. One short or the discussion? other?
2: Yeah, no. Hot dog. At the end, hot dog. Hot All right, dog. Stacy.
3: Hot dog.
2: Joel, say it again. Would <laughs> Bigfoot meat make a better hot dog? or hamburger. 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 No hamburger. Steak like
1: cut. Yeah, you're hamburger. Already you in, you're already you're already eating like questionable cuts in the hot dog anyway, like the whole saying is, you know, It's a th- burger. It's a Hell. burger. You
0: ground
2: that shit up, bro.
1: You ground the hot dogs up too, uh, and then no. mix in like spices and fillers. Hot dog, yeah.
2: hot dogs are pasty and like lips. so. Like a Bigfoot would be like the great North American ape. So you're thinking like a gorilla burger would be better than like a gorilla. I'm gonna hot pull. Dog.
0: I'm gonna pull the freaking top round off the back of his ass, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna make a burger out of it.
1: No, that. Yeah. hot dog, hot dog all day. <laughs> Jeremy, what do you say? Oh, I'm the moderator. I don't have any. I cancer. need to know. I need to know.
2: What you're thinking? <laughs> Are on, on your, your mind. I'd be super interested to have both. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> now a follow-up to that question. Do you think in the Pokemon universe, they eat Pokemon? Matt? No. Stacy? I know nothing about this. Pokemon. You're like, not the gamer like, of the group. Like, no. would you eat, like, a Pikachu, Pikachu burger?
3: I'd eat. I'll, I will try anything once. I'm telling you right now.
0: All right. Cool. I, de- I would eat Venusaur burgers all day. Wait, cool. but, what? Venus? Yeah. yeah, that's that's like the fucking...
2: Is know. that like the little sausages? No, no. That's like the evolution <laughs> well, like, of, like, va- of, of Venus. Of no. Venus? It's <laughs> the evolution of Bulasaur. Ultimate <laughs> callback. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Smoked Venusaur. <laughs> all right, next question. Putting more than three toppings on a burger makes you an asshole. This is undeniable. <laughs> 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 Does the same apply to hot dogs? Matt. No, Stacy. Heck no! More toppings, the better. Joel,
0: no, load that shit up.
2: Okay, clearly no discussion there. Okay, <laughs> um, next question: Would you have a fresh ground burger? At the Baskin Memorial Day party in 1998. Matt. <laughs> no, no. That's, that's human burger.
3: You wouldn't find me there for a million dollars.
0: Joel. Hell no. It would be an interesting burger. <laughs> it might be a little spicy. A little savory at the same time, a but old. some spice on the end. A little musky.
2: Musky. That's <laughs> what I was looking for. <laughs> aged meat, probably. Yeah, that's That's disgusting. And the final question of the rapid fire round is: Really, rub the greatest seasoning of all time? Matt. Yes, of course, Stacy. Yeah, girl. It, Joel.
0: <laughs> Throwing back to Spencer Kirksey, official is my dick as white as the cheese wheel.
2: What? N- no. That's. Weird.
0: It's still really good. Just,
2: just saying. And oh, that no brings way. us <laughs> to an awkward That's not the end. Crickets. Where's the crickets? There they are. Okay. I like holy moly. <laughs> Holy moly, that's small. Holy moly. moly. (laughs) And that brings us to an awkward end of our rapid fire. Well, I tried to be funny. It that was fun.
1: It that was d- fun. It didn't work. I doubted the legitimacy of that segment without a guest. I have to give it to you. That was that was a lot of fun. It was.
2: I um I went to bed last night uh, and realized I forgot completely to uh, write those questions. So I wrote them while half asleep last night in bed, and then forgot to look at them again this morning. So. Well, I good. will you say, should do it that way every
1: time.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Excellent. Sleep deprived. Excellent rapid works. fires. I'm so happy that we are all here together i miss you guys i miss this I miss our cooks together uh this has been a hell of a lot of fun uh good bourbon good beer good food good and i burgers. believe
3: we've got a cigar to burn here. yeah
0: we get we're gonna hop off here we're gonna light up some cigars and we're gonna have a good time so we love you guys thank you all for listening thank you guys for coming Hit that subscribe button, guys. If you all want to get in on the Reload podcast to listen to it anytime, anywhere, do it. Do it right now. Hit that subscribe button so that you guys can listen to us anytime, anywhere. We love you all. We thank you and we'll see you all on the next episode of that Reload podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Reload Rub and Seasoning. Head to ReloadRub.com to pick up the full arsenal of our delicious blends, perfect for amping up your next meal. No MSG, clean ingredients, and a portion of every sale is donated to Hungry Heroes, serving those who serve others. So head over to ReloadRub.com and order yours today. This episode of That Reload Podcast is- Stop
1: laughing. You gotta <laughs> laugh away from the microphone.
0: I'm ready. Let's just roll. Okay. This is gonna be a cluster. <laughs> I can feel it already. Let's
2: go! <laughs> Here we go. I like how wet this is. Yeah, you like that? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs>
1: That's a clip. <laughs> yeah, clip that out of context. I uh, remember. it's orange. It's orange.
0: <laughs> okay. No, 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 that's holy moly. Yellow. Hit that one. No, no, no. <laughs> Go to wow. no, on the You're putting a laugh track on there track. like we're in a sitcom now. That's we're not a, funny enough. Do it offside like Seinfeld. <laughs> So I have this dream. You can feel it, I, I, can can feel you? it. You I can feel not, it. I've
2: you done this long dash. enough
0: where I can feel it. <laughs> I've had this dream. I'm at my wrought iron company. We have two buildings, okay? We have one across the street and then the one uh, on the other side that we actually fabricate out of. The other one is more of a storage facility and it's, it's dark. So I don't know if it's, it's dark pre-morning or if it's dark and we're at nighttime. Me and my wife and the kids, we are in an RV, Okay in across the street storage area. Mm-hmm.
2: there is What a ba- kind of RV? Like an Airstream or like one that's like attached together? You like-
0: know, we didn't get into that. I just know I was in one. Did it okay. have
2: rounded walls or straight ones like an Airstream? I will like say more
0: straight. Straight, straight if we, ones? If you really wanted to get into that, Jared. Sounds like, like a Winnebago. So,
2: yeah, like a Winnebago. Okay, let's say I we're in a Winnebago. Wait, like a Winnebago with wings? Was now- there a mog there? Half man, half dog? Its own best friend? Okay, sure. <laughs>
0: Spaceballs. That's a great movie, by the way. So anyways, um, there's a bay door and to to the left of that bay door is a pedestrian walkthrough door. It's dark. i look out the Winnebago, per Mm -hmm. Jeremy. Yes, into the alleyway. I see see the doors open and it's moving. And to myself, I'm saying, why the F is that door moving? Then said, said person steps out. He's got long, like, Troy Polamalu hair, okay. It's kind of cur- kind of curly. Mm-hmm. Is that the
1: guy with the imaginary girlfriend? That's the guy from the head. No, no the, the head, and g- shoulders- head and shoulders. The
0: head and shoulders yeah. commercials. Steelers. The the yeah. pig's purse dealers. He's got that hair just a little bit straighter, and he looks at the Winnebago, and he's and he, So and Troy he-
3: Polamalu comes
0: out. <laughs> Troy Polamalu comes out, and he looks at the Winnebago, and he's like, "F he he has kill in his eyes." Okay, mm-hmm. so logic says lock the door. I don't lock the door. I'm like, F that. I meet him outside. I shut the door behind me. I'm like, what are you doing? Trespassing, bro. All of a sudden out like a freaking magician, a golf club flies out from behind his back. And I'm like, Mm. holy shit. He's going golfing. He's coming at me with a golf club. bro. Oh, that makes more sense. I started yelling for my employees. But they're, you know, they're grinding metal. I can hear it, and and, and nothing's happening. He swings at me a few times because he sucks and he misses. I grab that golf club. I fight him for it. I win. I be, proceed to tell him, "You're effed now, bro." I chase him down and I beat him with the golf club. Okay.
1: Matt, you still feeling good about the story? I'm thinking through all the sound effects I'm going to put okay. in. That's really <laughs> what I'm doing. I, Is there no, a no. sound <laughs>
2: effect for like chasing down a hobo and beating him with a golf club? I, I'm probably oh. find This guy was oh. dri- this this <laughs> yes, guy. <laughs> Stacy just did the sound effects. Make it easier for Matt. I, oh. No,
0: no. This guy was not a hobo. Okay, he was dressed. He was dressed well, but he's I, a professional I, football player. He's a Steelers. Is Troy Polamalu. Yeah. So I beat Troy Polamalu down with a golf club. You're f Wait, now- with his own golf club. I took it from him. Okay, Mm -hmm. okay. I took it from him. And all of a sudden, you know, so it's a dream. Cut. I'm in a mansion (laughs) smoking stogies. My brother's there. And I tell him, bro, you got to go to work because this dude's, I'm holding him in my bathroom hostage until the police... Police. <laughs> until,
2: the, <laughs> until the police get there. Police.
0: Until the police get there. I'm smoking my big stove. I'm sipping on brown liquor. And I'm saying, you go to work, get things started. When the police get here, I'll come in. He tries to escape. I reprimand him, put him back in the bathroom.
3: Get back in your bathroom in my mansion. <laughs> That's
0: right. Then I wake up. End of dream. Everybody
3: has AIDS. AIDS, AIDS,
0: AIDS, AIDS, AIDS. AIDS, AIDS.
1: All right. I can't wait to find a spot for that in the show. <laughs> <laughs> Please do It's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> Out of context.
3: <laughs>